Welcome to Theory of Conspiracy. A couple of northern lads from the UK discuss plots, cover-ups, and the unexplainable. Hi, I'm Andy the Skeptic. Hello, I'm Carlos. I believe. So are we recording yet? Or are we not? Yeah, we are, rec- we are recording. Okay. One sec. Carlos is handsome and beautiful. Hey, I tell you what, I listened to our simulation podcast. I fucking liked it, you know. It was like... We actually, for a second then, I actually thought it was two intelligent guys having an intelligent conversation for a second. You know, Is yeah, that our last one? <laughs> yeah, last one, yeah. Well, I love the Well, this, this, this one will be back to the norm then, eh? Mr. Paris says, welcome back, guys. Good to have you back. Yes, nice to have you back as well, mate. Hello, welcome, Mr. Paris. It's been a long time. We're back. Excellent. I'll sit quiet for a so, second. You don't have to sit quiet. You can say what you want. It's all good stuff. I'm naked, just in case. Yeah, I've got my underpants on, people, but just in case, it's so humid in Manchester. Bro. It's like Hawaii. So it's a theory that um, the water condense. So it's a theory. Oh shit! So it's a theory that the water can. So it's a theory that the water can. Con- oh my god! <laughs> Condensation. I can say it. Because uh, Thomas the Tank Engine has come on before. Um, I'm not watching it just in case. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson was. Hold on. on, hold on, hold on. You're not watching Thomas the Tank Engine just in case what? I don't, don't know. You, get, I... you get hooked. You have to, you have to you get, get... <laughs> do the whole box set. <laughs> because once you stopped, you can't stop. Once you popped, you can't stop. If you would like to support the podcast, please talk about this with your friends or give us a review on iTunes. You can comment or contribute at Theocon Pod. That's a T H E O C O N P O D. Or check the link in the podcast description. Listen up, this is the main bit. Welcome back, or if it's your first time here, thanks for stopping by. Today it's just myself, Carlos, in the chat room. If you want to get in on the chat room action, you can find us on social media. Uh, recording's been a bit erratic of late uh which i'll probably go into in more detail in a bit uh so the best thing to do is to find us on twitch subscribe and then when we do go live you'll get an email notification it's normally on wednesday nights but today we're recording on a thursday night because carlos can't tell the time or doesn't know how to use the calendar no i blame Manchester united Uh, let me blame man united for that but i still can't tell the time just want to plug our youtube channel uh, go over there and subscribe again all the social media and links are in our show notes uh, it's one link and it takes you to the links for everything and then once you find us on facebook or twitch or twitter you can you can basically you know you'll pick up on our posts and, and get our links yeah so youtube we're often talking about visual stuff in the podcast uh, and sometimes we don't. I just put pretty pictures up there with the sound. But when we do talk about visual stuff, like the episode we talked about secret underground bases, and we we started talking about these massive, huge crystals as big as a house, uh, I went and I dug out some pictures and I've put them on there. So as we're talking about it, you can actually visualize what we're talking about. So if you like pretty pictures, Carlos loves them, then go ahead and have a look at that i think you're underselling yourself there Andy. i think the the visuals are absolutely spot on and 
the last podcast you did, which was the the one we did as a is this a simulation? You did it in the sort of like in the visuals of the Matrix, and it was brilliant. It's very engaging because, yeah, I understand if you drive and you can't look at visuals, but if you're sat at home or you're on your dinner at work and you've got like a spare half hour, forty five minutes, because if if like you just said, if we're talking about a certain object or a certain building or certain artifact. And then you've put, I talk about a certain artifacts and then you put the visuals that go, oh, that's what he's on about. And it's sort of like, it's a bit like, that's why YouTube and television is so successful because when you got some like uh, David Attenborough narrating and he said, and you see a picture of a lion attacking a wildebeest, you could sort of, you, you fuse two worlds together, you, the oral world and the visual world together, so, or the audio world, not the audio, oral, <laughs> the audio world and the visual world together. And it just it creates a little masterpiece. So I think you're understanding yourself, Andy. The YouTube channel is fucking great. I'm I'm very modest, Carlos. I know we need to plug these sort of things, but yeah, I am a bit of a whiz with the video. And I you love the good, I yeah. love the fact that you phoned me up and you went, "Was that a picture of me in there? I could see yeah. myself. I could see myself." Because <laughs> I was like, "Is yeah. that is that me?" I, I I thought I was Neil for a second, or Morpheus. No, Neil. Fuck, Morpheus dies, does it? Uh, or gets killed? I, don't, I can't remember. I'm gonna read a review out. If the listeners want to send us a review, I'll read them out on air. If they want to send us an audio message, only one person's ever done that. But we'll play the audio message out. If you don't know how to do an audio message, basically you go to Facebook, you go to uh, the page, you send us a message, and you can record a message. If you're struggling with that, just record a video of yourself talking, and you can cover the camera up. You know, I'm just going to use the audio anyway. And then just send us that as a file. Just just ping it or post it, ping it, send it as a message. Uh, you can ask us anything and we'll do our best to answer it or you can just tell us how rubbish we are and wh- whatever you want to say say it I- i'm not afraid to put it on there or even, um, if, you, or even if you think i'm a sex symbol just uh, i'm happy i'm happy for, to be able to say that you know what i mean so you're more a drum symbol than a sex symbol <laughs> On the chat room tonight we've just got mr paris if anybody's listened to sort of back end of season one season two and we keep mentioning nick so nick was one of the forefathers he's one of the founders of the podcast it was three of us back in the early days i'm not saying go back and listen to the early episodes because actually episodes one to five are a little bit ropey and i don't think they're as streamlined as these new ones the later ones by all means go back if you want yeah by all means go back well, we already know it. We already knew each other, but we were getting to the feel of the podcast yeah, and not podcast, talking yeah. over each other and things like that. Um, if you want to listen to them, listen to them. But it's—I don't think it's our best work. I think, I think five, six onwards, we—that's where it starts to get really good. And then obviously we've we've thrown new <laughs> things in, and I've got better. And the, and the videos have got what you're laughing at, Carlos. No, because I'm just thinking all the all the early outtakes were just so. Hello, hello, can you hear me? Hello, yeah, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, fine. You're too loud. It's, it's low down. It's like yeah. it's like it's like you're just giving monkeys the, the gift of fire for the first time, as it was like with us three. We were, oh, hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Nick. You speak. Oh, Nick, turn your TV down. Oh, and you're I still burning old... your fingers, Carlos. <laughs> I know. So it's like it was hilarious. Yeah. Before I do the review. Uh, yeah, the reason the podcasts have been a bit erratic on coming out is, uh, well, 2020 was an okay year for me. I got a new job after leaving a place after 14 years. 
um, I got a bit of a pay rise and that didn't really affect me because they then messed my tax up. Um, but 2021, it's been a bit shit, actually, uh, because um, out of the blue, the company I worked for just went under. It was it was it had grown rapidly in 2020 when they were expanding into new countries and one thing and another all i'm going to say is uh google david cameron and lex greensill uh-huh. and basically the yeah that's it the, the the company went under so i found myself for the first time in years without a job and the last thing i wanted after voluntarily leaving somewhere after 14 years um after about eight and nine weeks i did eventually get another job so that wasn't too bad it was quite a stressful time i think we only recorded like one or two podcasts during that time um so that's why that was a bit erratic and then just as i'm the day i'm about to start a new job i'm in a and e that weekend with pain and didn't come out of hospital had to have an operation i had an infected gallbladder so they took that out and yeah, that was another bit of a delay. So sorry about that. Um, hopefully that's my run of bad luck over. And uh, just if, to clarify, Andy, your new yeah. job is not a gigolo or male stripper, is it not? Just for the people, for the listeners at home. No, it's not. That's the sort of thing Nick does. So we've had a review. It was actually on the 9th of May. So I think we missed. I think I missed this. I didn't yeah, you check did because we did. We did. We did one after May. Yeah, we, I think it was the 14th of May we recorded the so last one. So you have to apologise to the writer, because the writer's probably been waiting a month for you to read it out, over a month. Yes, I'm very sorry to Gersha Singh. Uh, and he's given us five stars, and he says, honestly, a great podcast, cannot wait for the next one. Here's the next one. Sorry it's been delayed. So what, so what do you think of that review, Carlos? I love that one. Nice, to the point. Yeah, it's good. It's it, clear and concise, and it's like, it's amazing because I've um, I know I keep plugging plug uh, Clubhouse. A lot of people won't know uh, won't know this, but uh, I go into Clubhouse. Where it's like an audio. Uh, think of it as like conference calls, but with the whole world. You go into different rooms, and it's sort of. And I've I've, had a, I've spoken to a few people to go into the podcast, but every nobody. The Americans don't use YouTube. All the Americans are going to Spotify, which I find really ironic. And a couple of people are like, "Oh, I really like your podcast." They tell me audio. But the annoying thing I hate about Spotify is you can't leave a comment on Spotify. That's and a lot of people are actually sending me personal sort of DMs saying I like your podcast, I love it on Spotify. Says, well, please go to YouTube or Facebook and leave a comment. Oh, I don't like, I don't use them social platforms. I only use Spotify. So I like. Uh, so uh, so what was that gentleman's name called? Is that, sorry, what was it called? Gersha Singh. Gersha Singh. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Thank you for that, and it does make it sometimes. You sometimes you think when you do a podcast, you think, "I hope that podcast went out there. I hope I got my point across. I hope I didn't come across as aloof or X, Y, Z." So yeah, I th- I thank you. Uh, thank you for that comment. It means a lot. You can help support the podcast or keep in touch with the boys by following them on Twitch and subscribing on YouTube. Please check the link in the show notes when you get a moment. It's Thursday the 10th of June 2021 and this is episode 8 of season 2. Right, so today we're talking about chemtrails. The term chemtrail is a portmanteau, uh, which is like, it means you're combining two different words to make another word. So it's the word chemical and trail. 
just as contrail is a portmanteau of condensation and trail. Uh, it's also known as SLAP, Secret Large Scale Atmospheric Program. I haven't personally heard of that one before. SLAP, thought... you said as in slap across the face? SLAP. Yes, Turtle Appa, Secret Large Scale Atmospheric Program. It's a theory that the water condensation trails or contrails from aircraft have actually got like biological agents and chemicals in them. Um, like barium and stuff and they're being pumped into the atmosphere uh, by secret government agencies or policies and according to a status or on the internet um and it must be true if it's on the internet apparently 17 percent of people globally believe that the theory is true or partly true so yeah there we go we're being squirted all these chemicals from your average airplanes from the sky. What's your take on that, Carlos? Um, it's an interesting take, and it's something I've known about probably, what, 15, 20 years. Uh, because, well, I've known about it for a lot longer than but I think when I actually started thinking, could this be used in some of, uh, to manipulate uh, uh, civilizations? Things like uh, population control or just uh, changing the mood of areas. So um, all we have to do is look at our history books. So you have to. It's it, it's 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 a little bit. I've looked. I've delved into the subject. I've looked into it, and I'm trying to think because it's it's you can go you, you can go down a rabbit hole. This is one of them subjects a bit like flat Earth. You can go down a rabbit hole on this one. And if I look, okay, let's look at it as like scientifically, mathematically, and, inter- and and with intellect as well, intellect, intelligent as well. Um, Which one are you doing first? I'll, I'll do all three. I'll meld all three together. <laughs> <laughs> but during the Vietnam War, uh, the Americans influenced the weather during the Vietnam War, so they brought a monsoon season earlier. So when the Viet Cons were literally pulling their, I don't know, don't know what they call it, like you know, their machine guns on like wheels. Um, cannons and stuff across the rice fields because it was absolutely waterlogged. They couldn't. So what the the Vietnamese had to do, they had to go into the jungle and stay there. And practically, that was guerrilla warfare. The Americans didn't foresee this. They thought the the Vietnamese would uh, would surrender, but the American soldiers had to go into the jungles, and that's when the Viet Cons were literally wiping the American soldiers out one by one. Because it's a bit like if I walk into your home, Andy, and you switch off all the lights, more likely I'm going to trip over something, but you're not because you know, oh, there's the couch, there's the settee, there's the table, and stuff like that. So you say so that, we... but my missus is always moving the couches around. It's a good job <laughs> I'm not blind. Honest to God, <laughs> well, I can't to... go out and co- I can't go out and come back, and the living room's the same. It's always so. My mum's the same. It must it must be a thing. It must be a woman thing. I like things exactly where they're always put. But so we've we've been so we so that's not conspiracy theory that is factual. So the American government manipulated the weather. So and obviously that created more rain. Okay, okay. Let's take it to the next. Uh, let's just bring it back to science and some more. Uh, rev- if you go on and put this, might be good for your visuals or uh, Andy is and uh, Thomas Thomas Clark. Uh, Jeremy Thomas Clark. Thomas Tank Engine. Thomas. I was thinking of Thomas Clark. I used to go sky with. Uh, 
the guy, but also Thomas the Tank Engine at the same time. Because uh, Thomas the Tank Engine has come on before. Um, I'm not watching it just in case. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson was. Hold on, on, hold on, hold on. You're not watching Thomas the Tank Engine just in case what? I don't, I don't know. You, get, I... you get hooked. You have to. You have to yeah, yeah. do the whole box set. <laughs> because once you stopped, you can't stop. Once you popped, you can't stop. It, it was that Pringles or something. It's a bit like Pringles. Uh, yeah, Pringles don't sponsor us, by the way. <laughs> you should do. Um, but no. So there's an episode of uh, Jeremy Clark. It might be. I, I don't know if it was Top Gear, but it was one of them talking about science. And he says he was in this factory somewhere in the world. I can't remember which part of the world it was. But if you Google. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson and Rainfall. You put it so basically, he goes in there and then literally the uh, this co- this company in the factory create uh, smoke and you can see the smoke. It looks like clouds going up, uh, going up to the sky. And then roughly about two hours later, it starts raining. It starts raining. So I'm thinking we've manipulated weather. We manipulate. Okay, now okay. And I started thinking this is the bit when I, the that that kind of the penny dropped. What's stopping me putting some kind of um, fluid or some kind of uh, bacteria or some kind of chemical in those raindrops to influence people? So, for example, I might put uh, some form of chemical in these uh, raindrops to make people happier. You know, some kind of opium, for example. (laughs) No, just for example, we could put opium in and make people happier. But I thought, okay, if I can make people happier, also I can make people more violent more angrier i'm sure i don't know what the opposite of opium is but it's got to say there is probably chemicals what make people could be more paranoid or like some form of lsd or just for example so we've done it now so it's not it's no longer science fiction this is science fact the question you're asking and i know i'm just giving you the the, the nice kind of answer the question would be i'd like to ask would would a government use this to manipulate civilizations i make people more sterile or if you've got or, or uh, population control for example so for example if we know that a certain country is overpopulated let's make that country right and maybe make 10 percent of them infertile somewhere right so Bef- that's the before question. we okay before we get on to that whether governments would do it to us the answer is probably yeah they would Let's go back to the factories that you talked about. So yeah. you don't you don't have to go very far. Uh, here in the UK, we have cooling towers at power stations, and the way cooling towers work is uh, they're designed to cool down the water that's been used to cool down like nuclear reactors or whatever. So it's just you know it's just normal water, uh, but it's cooled down in these massive towers that create steam. And so it condenses and it falls back and they can reuse the water. But some of the steam does get out. And what are clouds made of? Clouds are basically made of water vapor. So they do fly up into the sky, form clouds, add to the existing clouds and come back to Earth naturally as normal water. Whether you can then add a chemical to that process, I am not sure. I suppose, and because I, I watch a lot of... Uh, um, I watch a lot of science. No, I watch a lot of moonshiners. And the way you distill beer into whiskey... Moonshiner, as in the people used to do illegally in the, in the 1930s? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a show. There's a show on TV. You can watch it. So the way you turn... So first of all, you make a mash, which is basically you, you make a beer. You, you, know, you know, get fermented yeah. 
corn, rice, whatever, fruit. It's got some alcohol content, but you want to turn it into a whiskey or a moonshine. So you put it in this, you put it in, you basically put it in this pot and you boil it. And because you want to capture the vapors, it's all an enclosed system. So it rises up, it turns to water vapor. Water vapor, the water falls back into the pot, but alcohol, because it's lighter, keeps traveling up and then you pass it through some pipes cool it down and, and it comes back into a liquid form and then you capture it now if that pot wasn't open i guess those vapors would just rise up into the atmosphere because they're lighter than air and would just disappear i'm not yeah i'm not sure they would come back down and you'd be able to get drunk off rain clouds but, which is what you're saying. So I'm not sure it's a very good mechanism for doing that. But I think, but chemtrails are different. It's not about making smoke. Chemtrails is supposedly, suppose it's not smoke. You, you, you're literally spraying, just like you crop dust a field. You literally have got tanks of liquid on board and you spray it out of jets on your wings or underneath your wings. And that produces these clouds behind airplanes. So that's what, that, that's what I was trying to meld both worlds together because we've done it with uh we've we've done it in the seventies. I think that the Vietnam War was it was it sixties or seventies? Okay, yeah, they, the 70s. it's called it's called cloud seeding. Now that so, is so that, that was, is a bit that, of science. It doesn't that, that always was, work. Well, that was fifty years ago, and a lot a lot of technology. So that's why I try and apply it with the chemtrails. So if we could okay. do it in if we could do it in one application, we could yeah. probably migrate it to a different application. And that's a bit where I'm thinking the the the, the and the, the question would be would a government use this to to sort of like influence certain areas or change the the perception of an area? So like I, this, this, there's a famous story. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So there's a famous story on. where uh, Prince, uh, Prince, you know, the artist Prince, um, he said um, if if you Google Prince chemtrails he, he does an interview on this he, do, uh, he, he does an interview on it and he talks about when he was growing up in his neighborhood i don't know where he grew up but let's say new york just for example say new york but I, it's, don't quote me on that but just say new york uh he was growing up in new york he says everybody will be uh, will be fine happy loving each other then he'll find see some planes flying over and you can see the sort of like chemtrails and they wouldn't be just more than one plane there'd be several planes coming over and then literally a few hours later, everybody would be horrible to each other and violent towards each other. And I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he's trying to say. He says, everybody in the neighborhood. And so what he was trying to say, it kept, and this is the bit, you've got to be careful how you say it, but I'm, I'm just paraphrasing Prince. He says, it kept the black communities hating each other and fighting each other. That's the that's the bit where, and I think that's where the, the, the chemtrail went down that kind of rabbit hole and down that conspiracy theory is where people were trying to control certain communities around the United States. Well, that's a different conversation, but that's where it really stands from. I don't, yeah, and I don't think we're ever going to be able to answer that. I mean, even me, I'm obviously very sceptical about literally everything you throw at me, whether it's yeah. 9-11, whether it's flat Earth, flat Earth, whether it's landing on the moon, whether it's chemtrails, because I like to see the science that backs it up on the same hand or on the other hand i'm also skeptical of government agendas uh. you know government it's been documented that governments have experimented on their own people and taught people out so I d would the government like to do it if they could get away with it and no one would ever find out of course they'd do it because it's all about control if it 
if 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 whatever it is suits their agenda would 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 countries do it to other countries again yes they would if they could get away with it and it would never get found out chemical warfare all we have to do and is go back to the history books and we look at a guy where everybody sees as the greatest explorer the world has ever seen uh, christopher columbus people forget christopher uh, one of the greatest gifts christopher columbus gave the americas was syphilis and smallpox you know what i mean so because he gave the native americans uh uh fabric like where quilts or whatever we've put that they were rubbed with smallpox and with people and then because their immune system weren't that they so the native americans didn't have the immune system because us us because uh, they've never were, been exposed to it exactly. well yeah, that's exactly. that's it that i mean that's exactly why you get all these sci-fi things about oh we find an alien rock and it's got some life on it and it's got some disease and it wipes it out they defeated war the worlds with well, yeah, yeah 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 that's uh, another example uh, so the the thing is, I don't think I don't think we're going to get to the bottom of that, and I don't think we're going to prove it either way. But no, we, what we'll we can look at, or disprove it, we'll but what we can it. look at, right, is so let's go back to dusting your crops. So yes. how are how high off the ground do crop dusters fly over fields? It's literally a matter of feet to spray the crops with whatever they're spraying it with. Now, an airliner forty fifty thousand feet in the air. Right, because that's the sort of height they're at so when they start. How long would the droplets get to you, basically? How long? Would well, it take? would it even get to you? So if you if you if you so if you fly if you fly over, you fly over London. Yeah. Directly over London, and you spray it. That's going to land nowhere near London, for starters, because the wind is going to going to just blow yeah. it. So it might blow it out to sea. It's been a waste. Or go what, into the wrong sort of, area, which is the area you don't want to concentrate a, on. Exactly. Yeah. So what sort of so yeah, it's like it's like trying to trying to spray a a wasp with wasp killer from Okay, Andy, let me let me from, just from the house over the other side of the road. Let me just jump on it. So okay, chemtrails what you the way you've just put that's a fantastic analogy, you know, the crops with the crops and with, because obviously when you see, I've seen it and they fly literally 10, 15, 20 feet off them. So that's yeah. to give them the full fat version. So maybe if you go on the sky, you probably get the, what's before skim, you got skim, semi-skim, full fat. So whatever before skimmed is probably diluted or something. Uh, so you probably get that, you probably get that version. But okay, you, 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 you by saying that, I've just started thinking, okay, say, can, do you think chemtrails could be uh, not just by aviation, but could by, automation so could you have like some blowing out the back of your exhaust could that be a form of chemtrail then i've just thought that as you said that so if i'm driving well, at ground example, level you mean just yeah. just so, put something in the petrol or diesel yeah so i'm driving I mean, that's, my black that's killing us that's killing us anyway you don't so need to put if, anything but, else in here but if so but yeah if, if i would drive a black cab and i said and i put an extra say uh, some kind of some kind of bacteria or some kind of chemical which would could alter people's moods or even uh, change their their feelings or their or even say manipulate their DNA, but could do things. Could I put it in an exhaust pipe and that would give it the full fat version? Because I'm actually driving around schools and driving around people's cul-de-sacs and driving. So I'm just taking it to the next level now. Because well, what, what you what you're what you're saying is you you've, you're you're just trying to come up with a more efficient way. So you, you you're already thinking you're absolutely right, Andy. Planes are not very efficient for doing what you're trying to do. Why don't they we do prob- something at ground level? Probably drive around, drive around in a car. But you just have to be a little bit more uh, calculated. 
Whereas a car, it's a bit like uh, you can you can kill someone by you can kill yourself by by with paper cuts, but it'll probably take you about a million paper cuts, or you could just blow your brains out. So it's like that's why with this one, what's, what what you that's why that's why I find it a very interesting subject because the source of the chemtrail, like I love to, I'll probably look at this. If I was to, if I was, what 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 uh, what height does a plane fly at? Was it about thirty thousand, forty thousand feet? Is it? I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. What yeah, 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 yeah. So it depends see, on the on the on the plane, but yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if I was to drop a coin, how long does that uh, how long does that take to hit the ground? But it's not a coin you're dropping; it's, it's vapor. So how long does that take to sort of trickle down? It probably would you say a couple of hours? Would you say a couple of hours? Would you say a coin, or you mean no, the, the vapor? No, no, like, like a vapor. If it was if it was like a droplet from Jesus, a plane, man, would you... I I would say I would say um, vapor is a lot lighter than dust. And going back a couple of years, do you remember when the volcano went off in Iceland? Oh, yeah, or yeah. Or the yeah. Greenland? Well, we how long? Travel. Exactly. How long could we not travel because dust was in the air at, at plane level? Because that's why they couldn't fly the planes because they were scared it was going to cog the engines up. It was weeks. So if dust particles can stay up there for weeks, vapor can stay up there. I'm glad you brought that up and reminded me of that because that I... I, I that is a really good example to go. This is how bad a planet a planet is to try and. But the the reason I think the reason people think chemtrails is a thing is that is they, they believe that this oh we never used to see them in the eighties but now they're all over the place. I guess the last year we've not seen them because flight has reduced a lot. But but you know I think I think people just don't understand how they're formed. Uh, I've got a video I am going to share and. It was one I saw on TikTok, and I'll put it on Twitter, and I'll put it on Facebook. Um, and it's of a it's of a jet going past another jet, and literally just the air flowing. It's not it's not stuff coming out of its engines. It's the air flowing over its wings as they do, as it does. That's how planes fly. The air is condensing in certain parts of the wings, so basically you're just you're forcing the air to hit each other. It sort of heats up, and it. And then it, and then that's when it, the the water vapor that's in there because you're smashing the oxygen and the hydrogen that's already in the atmosphere together into into little particles of vapor and water vapor, and that's where it comes from. That's that's how it's made. Uh, and if you ever watch a jet hit um, supersonic speed, uh, you know, sorry, break the break the speed of sound. Yeah, yeah. So sonic yeah. boom, you mean? Yeah, yeah sonic boom. Yeah. yeah. If you ever watch one, you get a little cloud. You get a little cloud yeah, just yeah, before yeah. it does it, and that's because the plane's pushing air forwards in front of it, because obviously it's flying. You know, it's flying through the air. It's got it's so it's, some of it's bouncing off and pushing, being pushed forward by the momentum of the aircraft, hitting stationary air, and just at that speed of sound, you get a and it's and again you just get this little cloud of of vapor that just appears. This little like puff of round. It looks like puff of round smoke, but it's not. It's just water vapor, just as it hits. So that's where it comes from, and people just don't get it. They think it's stuff. Oh, look at them trails! It's stuff coming out, yeah. coming out of planes. No, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I'm, I'm sort of because this is it's one of them subjects where I'm, I'm not being a coward. I'm sort of on the fence. Uh, you, you said you summed it up. If the government could do it and get away with it, would they do it? Hell yeah, <laughs> fucking yeah, they would. <laughs> and it's like so we're, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not completely throwing it out the out the window. But they'd, they'd come up, but, with, they'd come up with a more efficient delivery more, system like you. Where, 
what, what the way you just said to me there because I do you know what I completely just simple things like what and that, that's why I like these podcasts because you just made me think different. You use that great analogy where that plane goes over a crop circle uh, and it literally is probably 10, 20 feet off the ground. It's because it's giving it the full fat version instead of the instead of not even the semi skimmed or skimmed or even the diluted version. So that's why. So I just I started thinking, okay, let's 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 juice it up. This juice this baby up a little bit. Let's do it through a car exhaust, which could be or just any other form of doing it. Carlos, I've just thought of an ultimate delivery system. So you're spraying your population because you want to get these chemicals into them, right? Yeah. Now, before I say this, right, and before you jump on me, because I don't want to go down <laughs> the road. I don't want to go down the road of what I'm talking about. This is me just giving you an example. Yeah. It's hypothetical. This is not genuinely what I think is happening. But 5G. No, 5G. Okay. 5, how can 5G <laughs> deliver chemicals? 5G is not anything. No, I thought you could do frequency. If I wanted, if I wanted, instead of spraying all of England, all of Great Britain, and giving them giving them chemicals that hopefully they fall on and they breathe in, or they rain down and they drink the water, what I would do is I would invent invent some sort of disease where you have to inoculate them all against it. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> right? Now I'm not saying I'm not saying that is true because you know I am so yeah, 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 yeah. against no, I, that. I, I, but, no, but but do you know? But it, yeah, it was a funny idea that I just thought in my head. You know, you know that. What? Do you know what, Andy? Because I'll just add to that what you just said, and it was it was actually believe it or not, it was a 12 year old boy who told me this, and I I, I uh, uh, and I, I thought, do you know what? Can I use that? He goes, yeah, of course you can. So uh, basically, this. Uh, he said, you know, he, he, I think he just watched the War of the Worlds film, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, the latest one it was from about five, six, seven years ago, Tom Cruise, War of the Worlds. And he says, he, he's very into his UFOs. That's why was, his mum says, oh, talk to Carlos. He likes UFOs and all that. So he's talking to me. And, I, and he, everybody's waiting for this announcement when, when Donald Trump put that in his manifesto where the governments or the uh, secret services need to start releasing more information. That's why we're getting all these kind of videos being released from the Pentagon. I think the exact uh, release date is the 24th of June. So I don't think they'll release anything major, but I think they'll just put uh, like golden nuggets there for us. Well, this boy says, do you know what will be, do you remember, he said, to him, do you know how they killed the aliens at the end? Now, yeah, from some kind of virus, some bird flu. He says, what about, and he said to me, he says, what if like we're going to get an alien invasion soon and then the government know that and the way to defeat them is by setting off viruses around the world. But that's why we're all taking these vaccines, so we're we're immune to it. But they don't want us tell us the, they don't want to tell us the truth. Oh. And I'm thinking, what? I thought this is from a 12 year old boy. I thought, wow. Okay, if I said it, it probably sounds Carlos. My God, what have you been? Oh yeah, Car- Carlos. I would I would rip into you if you said that. No, on a serious note though, Carlos. So. Yeah. No, but I thought I thought it's a very because he he's took it. He's no, took no, his, I his like idea it. Yeah, for all the worlds. Yeah, but I, I like it. I like it. Right. So he's basically saying, "Oh, let's invent coronavirus just so we give ourselves immunity against yeah. any aliens we meet, and we'll kill them when we breathe on them." Yeah. However, if that was the case, that would be the perfect time for the governments to come out and say, "There is an alien threat. Don't panic. We've got this thing against it. You all get this jab." I tell you what, more people will be running to get that jab than they are running to get the coronavirus jab. Well, that, that's why the, the, the everyone's to protect them from aliens. Uh, they're waiting for this announcement on the twenty fourth of June. Because well, I think 
I think we might have to do our next podcast on the 25th of June, Carlos, or a few <laughs> days afterwards. No, yeah, seriously, the, the, look, because that, that's what I don't think before. I don't think anything's going to be in the announcement. Do, do you know, Andy? I, 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 you and I have been around on this planet long enough. What they'll do, they'll tell us what we need to know. They won't tell us what we want to know. You know what I mean? They'll like they'll leave little nuggets. <laughs> what we need to know. Yeah, it's it's just it's like it's like life. Life has a funny way of giving you what you need, never what you want. And that's exactly you need X Y Z. You know, do you do you remember out. when or when it was fifty? You know, when fifty years after any event, um, uh, the U.S. government. I'm not sure if it's the same for all governments, but the U.S. government, you can write to them, and they will release classified documents. Now they might redact bits of it. You know, like yeah. put um. Put put, put black uh, marker against it so you can't identify names and locations and and, and, or classified. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but they still release the documents. So when it was the anniversary of the Roswell landings, loads of people put these requests in and they were released, they batched up, and everyone was reading them and expecting to find something that they could go. This is exactly this is, and there was nothing came out of it. Nothing. Nothing, and it wasn't because they blacked it all out. They were all they were blacking out was just names and stuff. But there was there was no there's no bits of documents there. I, think, I I do believe that certain subjects uh, they won't give you the full fat version. They might give you excuse me. They might give you the skim version, and that's the bit where like that's the bit you, where you always I, compare it, everything to milk. <laughs> no, because it's <laughs> I just think it's a good analogy. I like that analogy because it's like when I was growing up. Like the conversations I used to have with my father when I was sort of like uh, 15, 20 years old are different to the conversations when I was 20, 25 because I was like, I was still a young, uh, silly boy. A lot of people still think I'm old and silly still, but obviously I could tell that. But conversations, my dad's conversations changed, his literature changed, and the way he expressed and his analogies changed. And I'm sure the way you and your daughter, the way you speak to your daughter today, Will be totally different when you speak to your daughter when she's twenty-one years old. It'll be totally different conversations you're having. <laughs> yeah, <isn't> yeah. It? <laughs> It'll be you're not going out wearing that. Yeah, you're not Dude, going out wearing that. <laughs> Mr. Paris in the chat room uh, as another dodgy connection with the twenty-fourth of June for anyone that's waiting. Yeah, um, he says strange too on the twenty-fourth of June is Microsoft's announcement for the next version of Windows. Da, da, da. Da, da, da. All right. Well, watch the skies. Just before we go, uh, did you know there was a partial lunar eclipse today? Yeah, I've seen your pictures on social media. On Facebook, you, yeah, yeah. You need to put it on the other social media. You've only put it on your own. Oh, I didn't. I don't think to put it on a uh, theory conspiracy. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll stick them on there now. Yeah, put them on there because it's fucking brilliant. Because I like the way you did the ones with the, uh, the, uh, the constellations. It's, a, it's just an app on my phone where you can. You, yeah, so you you know you can get like these stargazing apps. Yeah, I, 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 so you just point it at the sky and it tells you. It t- yeah, it t- yeah, it tells you. Is it? Yeah, I, it is. It is pretty cool, and yeah, so you just point it at the sky, and you you look for like the moon or Saturn or whatever it is you want to look for. Even satellites, it's good for spotting the ISS. If you know it's coming over, you can yeah. get it out and you know what direction to look in. But the the app I've got you sort of tap it and it uses your camera on the other side of your phone and then you can blend. So the pictures I've got is the app itself. Then I've got uh, one where it's it's about 5% blend. So you can just make out some of the constellations 
and but all you're seeing is the UK clouds because we couldn't see anything. And then the third one, I'd, I sort of increased the blend a bit so you could sort of see the silhouette of the moon and the sun, the placement of it. But you also see some of the other stars and stuff when I do that. But you still see you still see basically what I could see, and that was just cloud. I could I didn't see anything. No, so uh, just uh, obviously just to sort of uh, go back to where we're going now. So, so I know it's a, it's, a, it's a little bit harder than yes or no. But do you think chemtrails is a real thing, or do you think it's a hoax? It's a bullshit, or do you think it's a real? No, thing? no, it's it's uh, it's it's never. It's, I don't think it's ever been a thing. I think okay. people just like oh why do i see so many it's because there's so many more planes in the air than there are in the 80s that's why you see so many i'm gonna say chemtrails is real but i need to reevaluate the administration how it's delivered so that because that, that, that that's because like i've always said i have views i'm not married to my views so i just thought okay you use that fantastic analogy and i'll give you that with the with the uh, crop circles and stuff like that Obviously, a plane might be harder to administer the 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 the, uh, the chemical. But if we used other forms of transport, automotives, or or fucking cleaning apparatus, or you could put it in, I don't know. So, do I think it's a real thing, chemtrails? Yes, I think it's real. Uh, but I, it's probably the way it's being administered. We need to reevaluate. Don't forget, you can leave us a review on iTunes, and we will mention it on the show, or send us an audio message to get your voice on air. You can ask us or say anything you like. Check out the links on our social media for our merch store. Each purchase will contribute 50 pence towards supporting the podcast. Also subscribing to our YouTube and Twitch channels or sharing this podcast with friends is very much appreciated.